Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hello, 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 everybody. How are you? I am so excited to talk about this topic today. I'm going to talk about passion. And I'm also going to talk about how you can get to know yourself even better so that you can recognize getting to know others and understanding others better, either your team, your employees, your peers, your boss. So this is going to be a fun topic, and I know you're going to get a lot out of it. So I often hear people say that they're trying to find their passion in a career. And while I know that it has been the messaging that we've been hearing for so long now, I definitely want to address that topic today. And the most important point that I want to make is that passion is created within you by what you believe and what you think. It is not random messaging from the universe happening outside of us or something that we're just waiting to be struck by. It is intense emotion. And the great news is that if you wish, you can create it within yourself. So answer this question for yourself. When you think about the things that are the most important to you, the things you love and care about the most, what are they? Because anything can become your passion. Your career doesn't need to be your passion. You can have a career that serves you in many ways and pursue passions, interests, and reward yourself in all the other ways outside of your career. Passion can be created and ignited in many ways, all by you. In fact, I might even suggest and go as far as to say that it's worth considering whether you want to find a career that is your passion or looking for passion within your career or a career. And here's why. As I mentioned, you can create it yourself, which means that it's not the job of your career or anything else for that matter to create passion in you. If passion is an emotion that you want to feel, you can create it within yourself. The only person who can create passion within you is you. So let me explain some things to consider here. Maybe it's been an incredible year for you. You've exceeded your goals in either units or revenue or both. You are on top of the world with what you've achieved. Or for you, maybe you've been hit the hardest you've ever seen in all of your years in business. It's been a struggle to even keep the doors open. You've had layoffs. You can't find staff. You can't get product. You can't get trades, etc., etc. Then there's the feedback you're getting. Customers, your peers, your boss, your staff, maybe it's amazing right now and everything is running so smoothly. You're told you're doing an incredible job and everyone is singing your praises. Or maybe the customers are screaming and yelling because they're not getting product. They can't get someone to call them back quickly enough. You may be getting a hard time from your employees right now. Or maybe your boss is disappointed in how you're managing your stress in your team right now and you're not communicating or meeting performance expectations. No matter what's happening to you in your business, passion can be within you regardless of the circumstances, whether things are positive or negative. 
The test of passion is the commitment to something no matter what happens because you are creating that feeling in your desire for what you're doing, no matter how many times you fail to get there. That's passion. And that goes for anything you choose. This can be hobbies, charity, sports, pets, anything. So now that you know this, what are the decisions that you want to make for yourself? How can you look at your life differently? And the next question is this. If your career is not your passion and doesn't check that off the list for you, then what does your career serve for you? Why do you do what you do? If you've been told and messaged all your life that you need to find a career that you're passionate about, and I'm creating an opportunity for you to say, no, I don't need to do it that way, then why are you going to go to work? What will make you get up in the morning to go? Most importantly, if you can do what you do with a variety of different company choices anywhere else, why have you chosen to work where you work and why do you choose to stay there and keep doing it? Here's what I know to be true. We all make decisions about what we want to do based on how we feel or how we think we will feel. We all have a dominant motive for the choices we make. And when it comes to work, there are a variety of reasons they may be for you. There's no wrong answers here as to what drives you. When you can identify yourself, it allows you the opportunity to do several things. One, you can maximize the benefits of what you hope to achieve within your current business and position. Two, you can organize and make peace with your thoughts that may cause any struggle for you. Three, you create a clear path that's aligned with exactly what your true motivations are. And four, it becomes a guideline to measure all your career decisions against and toward. Now, my definition of our dominant decision-making motive is this is an aroused need, drive, or desire that stimulates behavior to satisfy the aroused need. In summary, there is a need that you want to satisfy to ensure you maintain a feeling or desire you have, or to create a feeling or desire that you want. And you're driven to contemplate choices and make decisions that you believe will satisfy that need and that drive. Even if you're not consciously aware of it, you're working hard in your mind to evaluate options and make decisions that satisfy that need. And when we're unclear about what's driving that decision deep down underneath it all, we can risk making decisions that are not actually aligned with what we want, since the emotions don't have any clarity as to what's driving them. We need to bring that in. This can result in remorse and regret once the real dominant motives surface again because they've been left unsatisfied. The clarity is key. Now, you may already be thinking what I'm about to address next. Most people's answer for their dominant motive is money. It's so easy to say money. Most people may say that answer if asked. But guess what? Money is never, ever the answer. 
You want to know why? Because money is not a feeling or an emotion that's been left unsatisfied or one that you can create. Money is paper in your wallet or it's numbers in a bank account that you can view on your phone or your laptop or on a piece of paper. There's always more to it than that. If your answer is money, the next question is why? What does money provide you? Money generates thoughts and emotions in you. And while money itself is not a feeling or an emotion, it always triggers thoughts and beliefs in us that generate intense emotions. There's always a bigger reason why the money is significant and what it means to you. And you absolutely must know what it is. This is the clue that you have the perfect opportunity to find out more and get to the bottom of what it really is underneath. Now we go into depths of this so much further on a regular basis in the Strive membership program, but I'm gonna give you a few highlights today that I think will be really helpful for you to get started. And then I really would encourage you to visit us and check us out further to see how to use this information to take yourself to the next level. The first one is being valued or in the most kind way, I will say your ego. Some people want to know that they are a critical and integral part of the operations, the strategy, the future, the decision-making of the company. Feeling valued and being seen as needed are necessary and required for success for this person, regardless of how much money, how much flex time, whether or not you have a gym and a cafeteria on site. None of those things matter as much as the dominant need to be satisfied. Being valued and being seen as a critical and necessary part of the future shaping of the company. Anyone in this category would not be easily lured away by a competitor for money if they will not be contributing at that level in ways they care most about. In most cases, taking a back seat is not a trade they're willing to make for a slightly better comp plan. Now the next category is an achiever. Developing themselves and career advancement opportunities is the most important aspect for this person. They see the value they get in the learning, the skill set building, the expertise they have the opportunity to gain, the contacts they will make. Any and all of these things are far more valuable to them long term than any perks and far more important than the comp package. When you have these things available, it's easy to recognize that these opportunities offer far more value to the long term of your career than anything else. The next category is a believer. People who are believers know that believing in the cause, the purpose, the mission, and making a difference is what is their driver. Money may even be likely the least important factor for those in this category. Believing in and being a part of a cause or a mission that's bigger than oneself is the most valuable reward and an accomplishment for those in this category. And while this may not be their passion, it brings other value in their life that allows for fulfillment in their life. Then we have the flexor, 
flexibility, work-life balance with family, all of those are the main dominant motive for them. This person knows that their outside life is of utmost importance and top priority, and all decisions are made around that. When offered more money, it's likely that this person would not trade their life balance for it, ever. It's just not a sacrifice they would ever be willing to make. Now, other low-cost perks and flexibility may be very appealing to this person in this category. Something to really be conscious of. Then we have the belonger. People in the belonger category want to feel as though they belong to the group and are fully accepted. They're in a culture and in a world where everyone is looking for their people and their tribe. That is the culture in the world we live in right now. And when you create that culture with your people and they bond together, it's very difficult to carry them away from each other. The social life, friendships, and relationships they build within the workplace and outside of the workplace bring the most value to their world and nothing can replace the value they put on that in their lives. It's like they create their family this way or an extended family at least. And it is the most important piece to them. And then we have the contributor category. The words I use to describe this category and those in it are security, responsibility, do the job, do it well, go home. They take pride in what they do. They want to be paid to do it. They don't necessarily need to lead the charge of the company in any way. They want job security, financial security, and they want to go home where they have other passions, hobbies, and a full life that rewards them. Now, this is not to say that money is not important. What I'm suggesting to you is that there's reasons people want money for what it can create for them in their life. And it usually has more to do with other emotions and finding the answers to that are key for you to truly understand, retain, attract, and maintain a loyal following. Now, you may have identified yourself somewhere in these categories. A few important points to recognize are that people's dominant motives likely can change. You, have, you might have been an achiever at one point in your life, and as you've evolved through your life and through your career and professional life, you may become a contributor one day. You can evolve from being a believer or a belonger when you're young, potentially, and later on, being a flexor might be in line with your new priorities. There's so much room for change throughout people's lives, throughout their journey. The next point is money and comp plans can always be a factor, just as I just mentioned. It's just so valuable to understand the why that's really behind it. This is what will truly dictate the emotions that are driving things underneath for them or you. The next point is it's possible to want many of these things. Maybe you identified with each of these on some level. The key is which one is the deal breaker? That's how you know. Which one would you never compromise for the others? That's how you can find out. And lastly, and most importantly, it's so critical to know that our emotions are 100% in our own control as individuals. Just like money isn't an emotion, neither are any of the other things. 
So while we're creating things around us that trigger thoughts and generate emotions within us, we are all capable of fulfilling our feelings on our own, anywhere, under any circumstances. They are generated within us. And as I mentioned earlier, it's not our career's job to satisfy our need for passion. It's also not our career's job to satisfy any of these other things either. But at the end of the day, we are all humans who are looking to create the life we want around us and satisfy what we want in life and feel good. And our choices and our decisions each day help to dictate the results we all want in our lives. So once you've given that some thought for yourself, consider the idea that your employees have the same options, those same decisions that they're making. Those are the same kinds of choices that they're making for themselves as well. So why will they work for you? Why are they choosing this career and working for your company every day? They may have decided that it's their passion, or it may be a variety of other reasons. The more you know about yourself and what motivates them, the better you can navigate those decisions for yourself and others in your business. And listen, these are the topics that we tackle all month long in our monthly membership program here at Strive. What do you wanna do with this information? How do you see yourself moving forward from here? This is what we do. We can help you create your path toward the decision-making and the results that are right for you as you move forward. Send this podcast of great information to someone who needs to hear it right now. And check us out at strivecoachingstudio.com to join us. I'll see you later, everybody. Check out our show notes in the podcast section on strivecoachingstudio.com to read these valuable tips. And thank you for listening. Thank you.